Good morning. It is seven minutes after 10 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Uh, Social Security, uh, a solution? Well, no. No, but they're trying. Uh, I'll tell you what the suggestion is. Um, It's, of course, on CNN. Uh, I was talking about this coffee maker. Now, I cannot believe that we're getting uh, all these calls on a coffee maker. I, I, I mentioned this on the air in the last hour. Uh, that my Keurig broke again, and I'm tired of buying the machines. My wife suggested we try this Nespresso machine, and it turns out to be like the best coffee I ever got out of a machine, ever. Uh, and so I told everybody about it. And and uh, so we've had a couple of calls and comments on this. Uh, I'm going to get Alan on here and uh, find out what's up there. Alan, good morning. Hey, how are you, buddy? All right. Hey, I want to be the official. You like iced coffee? I've never had iced coffee. Well, buddy, I will. I, I'll do this for you, okay? I will be the official Gary Nolan sponsor of ice after I receive the first payment, okay? I mean, I can't do it for nothing, right? <laughs> Your first payment of, for ice? Yeah. And you know where Springfield, Missouri is, right? Yeah, uh, we're on okay. in Springfield. Uh, yeah, I know. I pick you up there. Well, I'm two hours west of there. And as soon as I receive the first payment, I will ship you your first ice cube in a little uh, sack, uh, sandwich size sack of ice. You be uh, United States Postal Service. Yeah, but by then it'll have evaporated. Can I just get the ice out of my freezer? <laughs> no, no, this is special ice, bud. All right, Alan, thank you. I think glad glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Oh, where are we going here? I don't know how I got so. I just uh, I, now I, I almost regret telling people this, but but I just I feel when I find a good product. I want to talk about it. All right, Social Security. We've told you it's in trouble. And there is no way to fix it without increasing substantially the national debt, which is already uh, out of sight at $34 trillion. And it's only going to get worse. It's a Ponzi scheme. If you tried to do Social Security-like retirement program in the free market, the feds would knock on your door show up with handcuffs, and take you to court because it's a Ponzi scheme. Well, everybody is trying to find a way to fix it. And at the same time, arguing you can't, you can't change it, you can't get rid of it. You, but if they don't change it, eventually, uh, you know, if they don't do something, eventually it will change on its own. Uh, there will be so many baby boomers in the system that it will um, it won't be able to provide the promised amount of money. So over at uh, is it CNN or NBC? Which uh, let me make sure that I'm not uh, that I'm not lambasting uh, the wrong um, group. Uh, Sean Williams, um, and I think it's MSNBC. Anyway, let me just get to the heart of this, because he thinks he's, he's got a solution. Uh, and that is to tax everything that anybody makes, uh, no matter what their income level. Right now, there's a ceiling. You make over X number of dollars, and you don't pay Social Security tax anymore. 
but his suggestion is, uh, or the suggestion is, get rid of that ceiling and, and tax it. Tax the rich, which is, I guess, a mantra of the left. To begin with, he writes, taxing high earners doesn't completely resolve Social Security's funding obligation shortfall. So, in other words, if the Democrats got their way and you could tax every dime that somebody makes in quote-unquote income, it still would fall short of its obligation. Simply taxing all earned income and making no other changes to the program would extend the life of Social Security. It would not fix the problem. Eventually, it still runs out of gas. You just, it, it, it's just such a crappy program. And, and Democrats and Republicans are arguing, no, 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 don't touch it, don't touch it. Well, you, you've got to touch it. The rich are already paying more than their fair share. The rich are rich and don't even need Social Security. I know several wealthy people here in the state of Missouri, really wealthy, who don't need Social Security. They pay the max into it. They'll get a check that is paltry compared to their income. They don't, they don't need it. So what's the other solution for the Democrats? Oh, well, let's just not give them the money. They've paid the maximum in for years and years and years, but because they don't need it, well, we'll just cut them off. Well, gee, if they can rip wealthy people off, I guess they can rip anybody off, can't they? There is no solution outside of privatization that won't increase the national debt or hurt the economy. It does. There is no way around it. Uh, it's you know, and, and the old tax the rich, and, and then the bait and switch, then cut them off because they've been successful. That's an unscrupulous plan, if ever I heard one. On Social Security, Art is in the mix. Good morning, Art. Good morning, sir. How are you doing today? I am well, thank you. What's up? Well, I've listened to you for many, many years talk about Social Security and how you want to privatize it. Yeah. I don't disagree with that exactly, but what I do wonder is if you privatize Social Security, what's going to keep somebody like Bernie Madoff taking all the money and running? Well... It's against the law, and we arrest these people? Well, yeah, but it didn't stop Bernie Madoff. He got made all that money, and he never paid it back. Well, how many... I mean... How, wait, 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 Art. We're dancing on ahead of a pin. How many tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars are in the marketplace today in the stock market? A lot. How many times have you heard of a Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme in the private marketplace? Well... A few times, but not nearly a lot. But Yeah, see, here's the difference. Here's the difference, Art. If you decide to create a Ponzi scheme like Bernie Madoff, the government will prosecute you. If Social Security comes up with a giant plan that compels you to be a part of it, and then 
literally, uh, you can't challenge them in court. Uh, which one do you think is worse? The one that's got a government-protected uh, Ponzi scheme or the free market Ponzi scheme? Yeah, it's that's the problem. The problem's not the free market. Those people have to suffer a consequence when they get caught. Ponzi schemes ordinarily, not ordinarily, always fail. And somebody gets in trouble. And it's generally, you know, a, a pretty steep sentence. What's the only Ponzi scheme where they don't get in trouble? Social Security. Because it's a government-protected monopoly. I always tell you, monopolies are fine if they're earned. But not if they're protected by the government. And this is a perfect example. Social Security would have, it would have been a bust by 1960. Don't don't forget that when they started Social Security, they only taxed, I, I can't remember the exact number, maybe somebody knows or remembers can call in and, and tell me. But I think they originally, the, uh, the amount of money for Social Security was 1 or 2%. That was all that Social Security tax was. But that wasn't holding up. They were spending more, so they raised it. Until now where you're spending, you know, like, 13% of your income is going into it. If it had been the private marketplace, it would have been gone by now. So, yeah, you might run across a, a Ponzi scheme, but it would be pretty rare, and the people that did it would suffer a consequence. And if you're, uh, you know, if you really think about it, there are ways you can avoid it. Um, there are investment houses all over the country that do a terrific job. Invest there. All right, uh, 874-9390-800-529-5572. Brian, I, want, I, I like the umbrella idea. I think that would be neat. You think that would work? Oh, to, to prevent global warming? Yes. Blocking the sun? Oh, uh -huh. Absolutely. What kind of material do you think we should use to get mylar? Started? Mylar, okay. yeah, yeah, that would that would be good. Going to need a bunch, uh, yeah, and a lot of flights up there, <laughs> a lot of a lot of CO two to get it up there. Nikki Haley got a very complimentary email. We'll tell you about what's wrong with it next. Twenty one minutes after ten o'clock. Glad to have you with us. I uh, got a response on Boeing from Scott. He said about the uh, Boeing Airlines. Uh, airplanes, rather. Uh, Boeing airplanes, your comments are irresponsible. The planes are designed and manufactured properly and that the issues, extremely rare, uh, occur with maintenance and repair failure by the airlines. No, Scott, this is the manufacturing facility. Um, this was at, at the manufacturing facility. They find the holes are misdrilled. I, sorry, I just, I'm just telling you. Uh, let's see. The Chinese weather balloon that flew over analyzed our climate data and determined that Joe's best course of action is to enact emergency powers so that we can be more like them. Uh, quick question for you. Is the Nespresso machine you bought a Breville or a DeLonghi or something else? Uh, I've looked at Target site and they... Uh, ours is DeLonghi. Uh, but the Breville is the one that I want to get now. I want to get the bigger machine. 
do I have to go over that and explain why I'm talking coffee machines again? I hopefully you. It's just an espresso made a much better cup of coffee. Uh, if you ever had Jamaican uh, coffee, it's incredible. We get the whole bean and grind. What is that? What is that coffee bean that is actually in uh, consumed by some animal? I don't know, a beaver or something. And then after they uh, pass it in their poo, th- somebody <laughs> apparently goes through and cleans it up. And no, no. <laughs> oh, you think I'm kidding? No, I I seem to have heard about that. But there, I'm drinking coffee right now. So. Oh, it may have come out of the uh, <laughs> anal sphincter of some rodent somewhere. It's supposed to be a real delicacy, uh, and I imagine it's really expensive. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much they get paid to go through the poo looking for coffee beans. But uh, that's that's real. That's I, I I hope I never get that thirsty. Frankly. Um, Yuck. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little health care here. Trans woman facing six years on the national health system waiting list for a uh, sex change. You know that much vaunted national health care system in Great Britain? You know how good that is. Uh, apparently a trans woman over there, some guy who's all screwed up mentally. A uh, trans woman is seeking gender... Uh, change surgery was told that he could wait up to six years on the NHS waiting list or fork out something like 18,000 pounds. Uh, he said the, the uh, an unethical choice has left him feeling trapped inside his own body. So he's, he's setting up a GoFundMe, and I, I wanted to tell Brian about this because he probably wants to send some money in, <laughs> donate for this. Like the uh, healthcare system in Great Britain isn't struggling enough for cash, they apparently will cover this surgery. I'm glad I don't live there. Glad I don't have that that uh, that healthcare system. However, uh, apparently, um, it gets even even more expensive and and more time consuming when you want to do stupid things like that with other people's money. Kyle says stealing our money via Social Security wasn't enough to satisfy the government's spending. They had to take us off the gold standard as well uh, to really drive home the point. Yeah, getting us off the gold standard was was a huge mistake. Roosevelt's the one who started uh, tinkering with that, and Nixon wrapped it up. Uh, just kind of put us on the path to hell. All right, let's see here. I have a couple of other things here. The uh, No, I don't want to do the funeral thing just yet. I have so many stories. Oh, yeah, here it is. I knew I could find it. Nikki Haley in the news. Apparently, Nikki Haley um, showed a uh, an email with just really uh, some really uh, kind words to her. And... Uh, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a problem. The uh, the official account posted uh, two messages, one from Mary A, which reads, quote, I want to encourage Nikki Haley to keep pressing on. We need a competent and committed leader to stay the course 
in the bid for the presidency. The second message, uh, however, was a screenshot of an unsent email, uh, which states, please do not give up your flight, your fight. In a world that's becoming crazy with strife, we need a level-headed conservative leader to navigate us through the insanity. It, it, was, it was unsent. So it was, it was made up, apparently. How desperate is she? And how stupid are her campaign people that they didn't catch this? That's crazy. All right, let me go to the phones here on coffee. We're still talking coffee. Steve is on the line. Good morning. Good morning. I know Social Security and the value of the dollar is important, but the real subject this morning is coffee. Apparently. I've got a, long, I've got a long-term review on a Brevel machine. Uh, I bought it about three or four, uh, four to five years ago. And a couple tips. Uh, I haven't run tap water through it. If I had an RO machine, I probably would. Uh, I've never run tap water, just bottled water. I keep up with the maintenance, which is critically important on anything that contains water uh, because water is hard on equipment. And then I always look for the roasting date on whatever coffee I buy. It's it's the fresher the roast, the better the quality of the cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I used to drink lattes and all that from from the machine, but I I really don't do that anymore. So if if unless you are a, really like the lattes, I would just go with a good espresso machine and uh, f- forego the steamer and all that if unless that's something you want to have you know, long-term. And that's my comment. Well, what kind of coffee machine? You, you told me it's made by Breville, and they make terrific appliances, by the way, small appliances. Uh, is it uh, the Nespresso, or is it the Keurig? It's it's, uh, it's an espresso machine. It has a built-in grinder. It has Ex- a steamer. Espresso? Uh, wait, wait. Espresso or Nespresso? Espresso. Espresso. All right, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it has all the, it, it's all self-contained. It has everything you need to to make uh, espresso or lattes, that type of, you know, those frothy drinks. Yeah, um, that's different than this, than what I'm talking about. Uh, those are usually very expensive. To get a good machine like that, uh, you're looking at four figures. got to be, a, you know, $1,000. Well, uh, mine wasn't really good quite that. Mine was around 600 and I did buy the extended warranty because I just knew it was going to fail, and it didn't. Uh, it was, I think, Breville or Breville uh, makes a pretty good quality machine. It it it's been flawless since I bought it, and like I say, maintenance is critical, though. Yep, I agree. All right, Steve, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, um, I got all this uh, world earth shaking. Uh, economics news and jobs reports and border stuff and I mentioned coffee and that seems like where we're going. So the Breville, uh, the Breville machines I bought, I used to go through these coffee mills uh, pretty frequently. Then I got a Breville uh, probably 10 years ago. Still works like a charm. They make great small appliances. Alright, more on coffee I guess. And more when we come back in the Gary Nolan Show. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 
10.35, I mentioned a coffee maker I prefer over the Keurig, and we're off to the races. So I got a message uh, from Patricia, coffee maker, uh, Black and Decker, or Hamilton Beach, side by side. Either we'll make coffee by the pot or the cup. Obtain a permanent filter for pot and cup. Uh, options uh, to regulate uh, both uh, strength, etc. Uh, then Mel says, uh, Gary, on coffee, you need to try 100% Kona coffee from Hawaii. But make sure it's 100% Kona. Part Kona isn't the same. I buy it for my wife. He says it's not cheap. Um, and it's about $26 a pound for a whole bean. Whew. Oh, coffee addicts everywhere. Clayton, good morning. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint you. I got more to talk about on coffee. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, a uh, couple things. One, I got to sit here during your commercial break, and you guys play a totally different feed uh, to the people who are called in listening. It was like a guy from Prager University. That yeah. was totally great. Everybody should call in just to listen to that. But <laughs> what I really called about today, coffee. Um, the, uh, the gentleman who just called said he only uses RO or filtered water to do his coffee in. Um, I understand that can be hard on your coffee makers, but it's actually very important for your quality of coffee that it has some magnesium and some calcium for the oils to bond to. Uh, chemically, you have to do that. Uh, so he's not getting the full, the full cup of coffee there. I just wanted to let them know that. Second of all, Bambino, the, uh, the Breville Bambino, best espresso, home espresso maker you can buy. About 350 bucks, perfect. As long as you keep it maintained, wonderful. Absolutely best machine. That's yep. all I really had to say. Yeah, Breville just makes these, you know, if you take care of them, indestructible uh, small appliances. I, I think they're great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And if, if you're looking for good local coffee roasters, man, we got some great ones here in Missouri. There's no reason to go to Kona. So, there yeah. you go. All right, there you go, Clayton. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I got Echo Water. I, I, you know, um, if you're in, in central Missouri, this won't help you much if you're in Springfield, but if you're in central Missouri, there is a company called Echo Water, uh, and their website is echowatermidmo.com. E-C-O, echowatermidmo.com. And um, I started endorsing them. I, I had uh, I'd been approached um, and... I found out what all they did. I uh, got their water, and I was impressed. And I was impressed by their uh, the service record. I, it really, it's been a, a pleasure uh, being a, uh, an advocate for them. I have literally gotten zero complaints about Echo Water. They are that good. So if you're looking to get bottled water or you want to put a water filtration system in your house and you're listening to me in, the, in mid-Missouri... Spring, uh, I'm sorry, not Springfield, but uh, Jeff City, um, Columbia, uh, go to Echo Water, E-C-O, EchoWaterMidmo.com, and you will be impressed with uh, both the way your coffee uh, tastes and the, how long those appliances last, uh, and it's just much healthier. In fact, they'll come out to your business or to your home, and they will test your water. Uh, I always say... Uh, What's in your water? Because you don't know. And the gov- it's the government sending it. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's, it was close enough for government work. Put it in the pipes. Uh, that's why you want Echo Water. Let them come out and and, uh, and uh, test your water. You'll be stunned at what's in it. And probably not want to drink another glass of it. 
EchoWaterMidmo.com. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. We've got uh, we've gotten completely off uh, target here. I, I don't know how. Gary, I have a rhetorical question about the space umbrella idea. Beyond the sheer stupidity, <laughs> beyond the sheer stupidity in the astronomical cost to make such nonsense happen, were they to actually try it? Uh, are the climate nuts really so blind that they can't see that such a proposal refutes the entire mad made angle on this whole climate change sham? Uh, as we, uh, those with our heads uh, on straight, have been saying all along. Uh, Thomas, I, I, I can't, I honestly cannot tell you what they're thinking. I, I have no idea why these people believe that the world is coming to an end because, and this is in their opinion, uh, the temperature might go up a degree over a century. My, here's my opinion. My opinion is we probably do affect the temperature, but it's probably an infinitesimal amount. Infinite, it, it just tiny. Um, and I don't think it amounts to a hill of beans. Uh, so I, I, I see no reason for all this complaining. But even if they were right, even if they were right, we have the wherewithal to survive a one degree uh, increase in temperature. If it's global and it's a three-degree temperature, I, I don't think we're in trouble. Uh, I, and all of the arguments I keep hearing about man-made global warming, oh, the sea levels are rising, but they've been rising. Uh, as far as I know, they've been rising for a thousand years, long before the Industrial Age. And I don't see where it's accelerating uh, in any disproportionate way. And then... I don't know what year is the perfect year for them. Oh, the, we're, we've got we've to cool the globe somehow. Uh, well, to when? To uh, 1800? To 1950? Uh, maybe 1937 is better. What, what year was the right temperature? What's the goal? Where are we headed here? Uh, because I don't know. And, and they don't know. Um, it, it's... It's, it's ridiculous to assume that we have that kind of power. Well, man can stop hurricanes now. We can stop tornadoes and we can... We, we what? Yeah, we have the ability to do that, right? N not that I know of. Oh. Well, I was going to say certainly we can change the temperature if we can do those things. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think uh. we can do those things. I think it... Uh, takes a great deal of hubris to think that we could have that effect. You mean the weather's going to do what the weather's going to do, regardless of... I think so. Huh. Wow. I, think th I think there are going to be warming periods and cooling periods, and frankly, I would rather the warming than the cooling. Me too. Because more people die from exposure in the cold than die from, you know, warm weather or hot weather. You want to save lives? Hope it stays warm. And if that's not enough, there are all of these predictions that never came true. All set out for like 10 years from now. So it makes a shock in the newspaper today, but 10 years from now when it doesn't happen, nobody's covering it. Nobody is reporting that 10 years ago today uh, we were supposed to be in this situation and we're not. 
Because if they did that, just about every prediction would fall apart. But nobody nobody follows up. They just keep making more predictions. And and it gets worse all, all the time. And it never it just it never ever happens. So I think the whole thing is uh, is ridiculous. All it is is a way to redistribute wealth. I'm not saying that that the people on the bottom you know, these idiot kids that are throwing a can of soup at the Mona Lisa. It's not that they're, you know, uh, trying to redistribute wealth. They're just idiots. They're ignorant, and they think it's, you know, the end of the world. Their their futures are bleak because the world's, you know, getting warmer. No, it's the people at the top, the socialists, who, who look at the United States as this giant fountain of money. And they all want to dip into it. And if they can somehow blame us and, and, and uh, get us to give their countries billions of our dollars, well, that's perfect. That's redistribution of wealth on a global level. And I think that's really what this is, uh, what this is about. All right, uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. We have a little local news update. We'll do that at the top of the hour at 11.05. It's the Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Ten minutes to 11 on the Gary Nolan Show, unless you're in the eastern time zone, and then it's ten minutes to noon. All right. Uh, I don't know why I went there. I just uh, It just uh, seemed like the thing to do. Ben Jealous, you may not be aware of who he is, uh, but he is with the Sierra Club. He's their executive director. And uh, Mr. Jealous said, and I quote, the Biden administration is listening to the calls to break America's reliance on dirty fossil fuels. It's undeniable that liquid natural gas export projects are simply not in the public interest. And we are confident that if this uh, review is done right, that would end the rubber stamping of these projects. Wow. So, again, since we're talking about global warming and it's allegedly CO2, liquid uh, natural gas, if, if, we, um, if we don't supply it, does Mr. Jealous think nobody else will? I mean, let's think about this. In the marketplace, there are other countries that can supply liquid natural gas, uh, liquefied natural gas. And if it doesn't come from us, one of those countries will probably step up. So we'll have the same amount of LNG being shipped around the world. It's just that we won't profit from it because the Biden administration, at the behest of its leftist uh, global warming extremist friends is declaring a moratorium on it. But now you got to go one small step further. You got to wonder who are the other countries that we want to be able to enjoy the profits that we could be making if we were continuing to export LNG. Who would that be? Who would that be? Oh, Iran. Iran could do it. Yeah, yeah, Russia, Russia. We, Putin could do it. 
I feel so much better knowing that, that frankly, he's had this influence. Mr. Jealous has had this influence on the administration. I like the idea of other countries making money that we could make. I especially like those countries that hate us making that extra money. Why? I don't know. Couldn't be more perfect. Couldn't be more perfect. Just who you want to make that money. The Energy Department is required by law to approve permits to export LNG and do it to countries uh, that uh, uh, the United States doesn't have free trade agreements uh, with if they're uh, in the public interest. They have never rejected a permit. Never. Never rejected a permit. Uh, But now the administration uh, plans to do so by redefining public interest to to include the potential impact on the climate. Well, there is no... Um, there's not going to be any diminishing impact because if it's not us, it's somebody else. They don't care who they destroy in their goal to redistribute your money. They they don't care if they destroy the United States. In fact, I am to the point where I think they want to destroy the United States. There are people out there in this country that hate this country and want to destroy it. You would wonder why in a country that hard work, tenacity, and perseverance often or almost always result in some profit, our, our, our people have a better lifestyle and I would argue anybody else in the world. For all the grousing I do about our taxes, our rules, and our regulations, I think we still, because of the remnants of our free market, have a better lifestyle than anybody anywhere else in the world. The closest I think you could come would be maybe Canada, but even them, their health care system stinks. So, why would you want to destroy that? It's, I, I, I think they think, these, uh, these people who want to destroy the country, I think they think that we're somehow sucking up all the world's wealth. And we should, we should return it, give it to other countries. It's the only thing I can think of. You know, they, we're talking about this global warming and liquefied natural gas not being exported, all this nonsense. Nobody has done more to clean up the atmosphere than the United States has. Interestingly, before we, uh, thanks to the Republicans and Richard Nixon, uh, ended up with this uh, uh, Environmental Protection Agency, we were cleaning the air. We were reducing pollution at a very steep rate as technology advanced corporations. When you have pollution, when you got something coming out of the smokestack, for the most part, it's money. For the most part, it's money. That's heat 
that you know could be used in the milling of steel or or whatever uh, manufacturing process uh, is is polluting. So companies on their own would try to capture that and use uh, use it uh, more efficiently. So things were getting better. Then we got the EPA, and things literally slowed down. The the incre- the um, the, uh, the the rate of clean air, uh, the the rate uh, that we were fighting pollution slowed after the EPA. It's because the the government doesn't do anything particularly well, and uh, these these people are just going to destroy the country, redistribute its wealth, uh, and and for no good reason at all. We should never have had an EPA. Global warming is not a problem. Neither is climate change because we've always had it. And if you're going to export, if you're going to, if liquid natural gas is in demand, we should be able to sell it. Let me go to the phones. Evelyn is on the line. Evelyn, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. So when I look at the situation, money brings power, pride filthy wealth because the way that you got it the money that goes to ukraine there's there's no accountability where's the dollars and cents that you know where's that list of where every dollar every penny went they can't provide that well i went for this shot and the other just you know you never mind it's too big for you to understand you're too stupid like you say (laughs) and we buy into that and it, well, well i've got kids to raise i've got a life to live they're spending our money but the kickbacks when i grew up I'd go places and I'd hear the adults say, follow the money. They'd all be like, yup, yup, yup. But they don't follow the money. They just make the statement. And that's where people that are not delusional about the, all the kickbacks they're going to get by, by creating laws, creating these, you know, departments of government and filling their pockets with the money that they're playing with, our money, they want the accountability, and it's a really tough job because people that are out to do evil or they're out to steal money from somebody, they're not out in the open about it. They're never – it's yeah. mammon. Evelyn, if you knew what we know about where that money in Ukraine went, uh, including to pay the salary of their politicians, et cetera, you'd, you'd be absolutely – you'd go crazy. I got to run, Evelyn. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. The news god of Zimmer Radio will join us in just a few minutes with some local news updates on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show 